So today we're going to speak about the Wax Cloud Wallet. And the Wax Cloud Wallet is one of the most interesting things that I've seen within the space and the developments that have happened and the rebranding from Wax Cloud Wallet just to Cloud Wallet, opening it up to everything in Web3. And I think that is pretty interesting what's going on there. So we're going to dive into that. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So as far as what's going on here with the Cloud Wallet, the reason why this is so interesting to me, I know people that are Web3 maxis are 100% against custodial wallets. However, I think it is a very good thing in the sense that it is easy for onboarding. And the very first wallet that I actually had was the Wax Cloud Wallet. And I love to see the fact that now they're rebranding to allow people to bring in Polygon NFTs. There's going to be bridges and so forth. And I think it's just very cool what's going on here. So as far as what's going on, there is something that I find very interesting that they are doing. As far as opening it up to the broader Web3 ecosystem, I think it is very good because we're having a serious onboard problem and Wax had a huge issue with everything being branded Wax. And as you could see with their game studio, which was Wax Studio originally, it is now going to be called Tyranno Studio, or I shouldn't say now going to be called Tyranno. It's been rebranded for quite a while. And the same thing that we're seeing here now with the Cloud Wallet. And I think that's very interesting as to what's happening here because so many times I speak about the NFTs that I have for people that I have technically gifted away. I I don't technically own them. However, the people that I've given them to are so afraid of losing their seed phrase, losing access to their wallet that they don't want to do that. So what they end up doing is actually having the NFT sit in my wallet. They have me store it and they are just don't want to take any kind of ownership or responsibility for it because they think they're going to lose their seed phrase, lose access to it, and they're going to feel like they have let me down by losing custody of this particular gift that they gave me. But what I think is very interesting with the cloud wallet allows people to sign up using their email address, their Twitter handle or whatever it might be and get into there. So all of the fear and everything that's associated with it, a lot of anxiety is reduced. And I think that's a very good thing. So many people are going to say, you don't have the keys. Therefore, if it's not your keys, it is not your crypto. But what I like to think is people that are being onboarded, educated into the space and learning how the stuff navigates and how they can use these NFTs for various things, whether it be gaming, which is primarily the main focus of the Wax blockchain right now, or collectibles or anything that they are doing, usually in a low cost manner. I think that is a great on-ramp to understanding the mechanics of everything going on in Web3 and then having the ability to now bridge it out and send it to a MetaMask or wherever else they might be. I think that is very important and very cool. So as far as what's going on here, I think it is interesting that they have first set up the ETH bridge, which was the initial part. And we know Ethereum, everyone is looking over there as far as what's going on with the PFPs and the collectibles and so forth. So having that bridge set up first, I think it's cool. However, as we know, these are low, very low cost, I should say, 
inexpensive NFTs for the most part that are on the Wax blockchain. So it's not feasible to bring them over onto Ethereum for all the reasons that we always speak about, the gas and so forth. So the fact that they have set up the bridge to also go to BNB, which is the Binance Smart Chain, and also now they have added Polygon. I'm pretty excited to see what's going on over there. I think Polygon is probably the better match of the two because the Polygon community is having a good time, having funds, collecting everything. And as far as what's going on over there, it's not really in la- or elastic and focused on the price. There's very little conversation I've heard in any of the Polygon spaces, whether they're community meetings, their roundtables, whatever it might be, that has to do with price and what's going on as far as flipping them and people making money. So I think it is very interesting to see that they had this bridge now over to Polygon. However, unfortunately, although those pros are the things that I think are are great about it, I was not able to actually connect this up. I was not able to port anything over. I was reading the documentation on everything saying that you're able to have your collection, which I have NFTs that are on Wax, and you can connect them up to your MetaMask wallet and port them over onto Polygon, onto a contract using the NFT. So it sounds great on paper. However, I just wasn't able to do that. So I was really disappointed tinkering with that for over a week from the point I decided I was going to do this episode and I just wasn't able to get all those things into place. And I was really disappointed with that. But even today, I try to log in and this is where some of the other issues, some of the cons comes in with the cloud wallet and having a custodial wallet is that you're also dependent on the fact that there's servers, there's passwords and logging into it. It is not the most Web3 decentralized, you take charge of everything way. So as far as what's going on here, I think it's interesting to see that I couldn't log in. I could not get onto it. Uh, Of course, I put in the wrong password a couple of times. So it locked me out for a half an hour and up to right before recording this, I wanted to have the screen up so I'd be able to speak about it and tell you exactly what I'm seeing, but I was locked out of my wallet. So that is definitely a downside of custodial wallets and what have you. However, look at the flip side. One side is I'm locked out for a half an hour, wasn't able to come on this podcast and have it wide open and speak about it. But on the other side, a newbie coming into the space, it is much better to be locked out for a half an hour than it would be for someone losing their seed phrase and losing their MetaMask access forever. So there's trades, there's pluses, there's minuses. But at the end of the day, I think this is a good thing, a great initiative. And the fact that they're rebranding this, allowing other chains on, I know they're in talks with doing different things with Immutable X. One of the spaces with for Wax Wednesday, they came out and people were speaking about other chains that they are in works with, connecting up to this thing. Over time, I think their goal is to be a multi-chain ecosystem and tying and bridging everything together. Of course, they're doing everything that they're doing on the Wax blockchain with all those big brands and Nickelodeon, Funko, and I can go on and on, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Street Fighter, and so forth. But then the ability to then bridge them out and send them over to Polygon, have self-custody, which even on the Wax blockchain, you can actually have self-custody using a wallet such as the Anchor wallet, for example. However, not the most easy thing to set up. It is not as straightforward as using the cloud wallet. But again, this is a great starting point and then launching off to the advanced class, if you will. This cloud wallet is like basically NFT or crypto or Web3 101. And then as people graduate to their MetaMask, their anchor wallets, their ledgers and so forth, I think it is a great stepping stool. So as far as what's going on here, they're obviously pros and cons as to what's going on. And I don't necessarily think 
that this is the fit all solution because as I said, it is not perfect. It's buggy. I was locked out of it even to the point when I'm getting ready to do this recording. I could not get back in. But as far as what's going on in the greater Wax ecosystem, what's this cloud wallet? They have that bridge. Obviously, I've explained that they have the ability to port those NFTs from Wax to Polygon or wherever and then back if needs be. All the tech for that to happen, I don't know. That's way above my pay grade. I'd love to have somebody on the show speak about that. But what's going on, too, they also have a DeFi thing, which is not very popular, spoken about much. But initially, I know when they launched, they had the bridge to ETH, allowing people to have their Wax E, their Wax G, which is the governance token, and so forth. We know that the native token of the Wax blockchain is Wax P. But they had those other tokens you could port, you could swap, you could do different things. And I thought that was very interesting. So that really didn't take on and catch fire as much as I thought it would. Of course, they have the Alcor exchange where you can swap between various game tokens and back to Wax and so forth. But the Wax DeFi system really isn't there yet. But seeing that they have this now NFT bridge and all those different things, I think that is a much better application for what's going on wax because these are gamers these are collectors these are people that are really interested in what's going on as far as holding those nfts and the nft bridge i think is going to have much more adoption much more popularity than the DeFi bridges so excited to see where that goes but as far as where this metamask if you will bridge and everything with the bugs i don't know if that's something that's widespread everywhere because i've been having a lot of issues connecting with wallet connect a lot of dApps i see are having issues so i don't know if i'm going to say this is a wax specific issue if this is something that's happening with the wallet or if this is a wallet connect issue or what i don't know to be honest but i just know i wasn't able to connect it i wasn't able to do the bridge and it was a little frustrating to me but Hopefully, over time, things do get worked out and they are able to continue to build on this and innovate on this. And I just love to see what's going on here because, again, these things are the type of things that has mass appeal, these games that are being played and so forth. And I know I say it all the time. You're probably tired of hearing me say it, that the Wax blockchain actually has way more transactions than all other all other blockchains combined, active wallets, everything, because these games are on-chain. So these transactions and things are taking place on the blockchain. One of the very few blockchains, if not the only blockchain that I could think of that can handle such a massive volume and not go down. So that was the live portion that took place in the spaces, went on to play some music and such. However, there is a few things that I did leave out that I thought about after the fact. And again, this was all because I was actually locked out of the cloud wallet at the point of recording that. So I was doing a lot of the things from memory as opposed to looking directly at the dashboard as I was planning to do during the space. So a few things that I did leave out out. I do like the fact that when you log into the cloud wallet, you can see everything. There's multiple tabs, shows your NFTs, shows the different tokens that you're holding, the balance. It has the dApps that you can go to, all the different marketplaces and so forth. It has the different chains such as Immutable X and everything is just right there, very visual, easy to find things. And it is not too overwhelming, for example, like the Crypto.com DeFi wallet. When I logged into the Crypto.com DeFi wallet, I was just overwhelmed. There was too much going on, too many tabs, marketplaces and everything. And I just really did not enjoy it. As far as logging into this cloud wallet, it is very easy to use, in my opinion, just like navigating any kind of website. If you can navigate Amazon, that is as complicated as as it gets and millions of people do that on a daily basis. But with this, 
it is nowhere near as complicated as that. Just using that as a comparison as a bar to set the standard. Sure, it's not as basic and simplistic as, let's say, using MetaMask or using the Phantom Wallet. However, it is nowhere near as complex as the DeFi wallet from Crypto.com or logging into Amazon. So there's two different extremes. The thing with the DeFi wallet, there's so much going on there, but it's just not a user-friendly experience. In my opinion, I just did not enjoy doing it. But with the cloud wallet, it's fairly simple, fairly easy. And the cool thing too also, even if you're someone who does not have an account with one of the exchanges where you're going to buy your Waxby tokens or whatever token that you need to purchase the various coins, you can do that directly in the wallet. You can set all of that up. You can use your credit card, your debit card, just log in there. And I think it's just really simple, really easy to set up and add balances to your wallet. But most importantly, this is the way you're going to interact with different things. People can airdrop you different things. For example, I had a collection that I had on there, but which also brings me to the things that I do not necessarily like. So now we're going to step away from just specifically the Wax Cloud wallet and looking at the broader picture as to what's going on in Wax. Wax, as I said multiple times, was my entry point into this place. However, it really is not developing as much as I would like it to for a creator such as myself. So it was very easy for me to create those various NFTs, the different collections. Anyone that can fill out a profile on any of these social media platforms, in my opinion, should be able to get these NFTs up and running on Wax. It is pretty straightforward, very easy. There's multiple tutorials that walks you through it. And within minutes, you can have NFTs on the blockchain. However, adding utility to them is another thing in itself. That is where I would say is the drawback for the WAX ecosystem. And it is not as simple as just, say, finding one of the many smart contracts and just modifying it that you would within the Ethereum ecosystem. You can customize any Ethereum, Polygon, or EVM-based NFT to basically do whatever you want. And there's probably someone who already wrote the code for it. And all you have to do is inspect it and then just modify it for your personal needs. Now, when it comes to the WAX blockchain, again, very simple to get the NFTs up. But adding utility and things of that nature, in my opinion, it's just not that straightforward. The NFTs that I had on there, I was hoping to be able to give them much more utility other than just being a collector's item, which is fun and cool and what have you. And it's not like I was selling these things for ridiculous amounts of money. Many of them I gave out for prizes in the early days of the podcast and so forth. Again, this is not like something that's like the most valuable board ape or Azuki or something of that nature. However, I think it does have its value for people that just want to interact with a particular brand, a creator, podcaster, YouTuber, and just like buying stickers or merch or anything of that nature. And in many cases, we have the option to give them out because there's no actual production cost for shipping them out. It's not like a mug or a t-shirt or something where there's a hard dollar value that actually comes out of our pocket. As far as creating these NFTs, sending them out to people, whatever, it's basically free. I mean, it's there is a minimal cost to it, but the difference between sending one out or a thousand out is just negligible. It's not even really worth mentioning. So yeah, we say it's free to do all this stuff. It technically isn't free, but yeah, it's minimal. But yeah, I've reached out to multiple people and trying to figure out how I can use these to, let's say, gate something off or 
have some sort of utility other than trading them in to redeem something or doing some kind of swap or combining them via nefty blocks which is pretty cool i don't know if you're familiar with this but using nefty blocks which is in the wax ecosystem let's just say for example that you had two types of ingredients i'm going to use an idea that we initially played with a while back we had this caribbean space called nft lime and nft lime is a play on the words is a caribbean word that is lime hangout it's like the hangout to so the nft caribbean hangout and we called it nft lime so we used to hold these spaces used to be every i think i want to say it was thursday but for the most part it came down to me speaking on the microphone by myself and people were just losing interest as the market starts to tank and i was like you know what like why am i putting this thing on putting all this energy into it if no one's going to show up we started off with a group of i don't know maybe 15 people or so and then it just dwindled down however the reason why i'm bringing this up is we initially were going to do this whole rewards program you show up you get your different ingredients you get your lime your sugar and so forth and you'd be able to get all the ingredients for various drinks pina coladas and lemonades and mixed drinks and so forth and how we were going to do that we're going to craft it using nefty blocks so you could put all your ingredients in there and then you mix them up and then you get various rarities of these drinks and so forth however the thing that we were finding that was really discouraging and a little frustrating was that besides being a collector's item, which I thought was cool, we couldn't figure out how we would then have other utilities associated with it. Reached out to multiple people trying to figure out a way we could add it. And unfortunately, we just weren't able to do that. So if anyone is in the WAX ecosystem that is able to do that and has experience doing that or has an example of that, full utility NFTs using the WAX blockchain, I would love to see that. And for the most part, what we're seeing is people and companies with large budgets that are building games and so forth. That is the primary use case for the Wax blockchain. So that is not really the direction that I was going with. And as far as what's going on in even the Atomic Hub, there are basically two options when you sign up, at least when I did it. It could be very different at this point. However, if you search some of the older episodes, I actually spoke about the whole process of getting approved with a white check mark saying that, yes, you submitted your information and you a legitimate person and so forth. In order to do that, there was either two routes that you came with. Either A, you were in the collector's batch or B, you were in the game batch. And if you wanted to then gamify it and figure out how to turn those collectibles into a game, you'd actually have to apply to then get upgraded. So it is two different things. And unless you're going with a game, building a game, and there's, trust me, and there are countless games on the Wax blockchain, that is their primary focus right now. But that that's not the route that I was trying to do. I was trying to, again, use it as a community builder, as a tool builder, and do some really cool things, but I just was not able to do that, and that was a little frustrating to me other than just having these collectibles. Now, the thing, <laughs> this is interesting, how this all ties back in, of course, start off speaking about the cloud wallet and so forth, but also there are things that are happening over on the Ethereum ecosystem with combining NFTs and down the line, there's something I'm definitely going to explore some more. There's a new protocol that's coming out or that was developed as far as I know. They're the originators of it, this creators project that is coming up, getting ready to mint within a couple of days. But as far as having these NFTs, bridging it back and I'll just land the plane right here be able to be combined, do all this cool stuff, but yet have the utility that we see on Ethereum is a perfect match that I would love to see. And maybe with this new protocol, the things that are being built out over there on Ethereum will get us closer to that, especially if you're able to do that with Polygon. Because again, with the gas fees on Ethereum, it just doesn't really make sense. But 
with the cloud wallet being able to bridge over there, do some interesting things. Who knows? Maybe those Wax NFTs that I initially launched will be able to be brought over onto Polygon, do some cool things there using these protocols and what have you, and everything will come full circle. And I think that would be absolutely amazing. Great times ahead. So love to hear your thoughts on all of this. I know initially I started with a Wax Cloud wallet. My overview is of that. Of course, the positives, the negatives, and my experience using it. And then I just gave a broad overview of what's going on with Wax NFTs, a Wax ecosystem. And this is a flyby at 30,000 feet. This is not getting down and gritty into the whole thing. There's always Wax Wednesdays. They always have their spaces. And if you really want to find out more about the Wax community, I encourage you to hop into those. And since I mentioned it, Polygon, those on Polygon spaces as well. Great place to figure out what's going on in those ecosystems. I highly recommend any of the spaces that are related to either Wax or Polygon. I think even if you have no intentions of spending any money over there whatsoever, just hearing what's going on there, it really opens your eyes up as to some of the cool things that could be done with these NFTs. And it is a completely different vibe than what you're going to see over on Ethereum and Solana. So I think that is just really cool. But love to hear your thoughts on all of this stuff. Please feel free to leave your ratings and reviews and whatever podcast app that you are listening to. As usual, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.